Welcome everybody to the Nerd Pool Podcast, the podcast where we talk pop culture, pro wrestling, and everything else that's on my mind. So sit back, grab your snack, and listen in as I rant and rave about everything we know and love. What's up everybody and welcome back to Halloween Pool, brought to you by the Nerd Pool Podcast. As always, I am your host, the ghost host with the most. That's right, it's me, it's me, it's the JMIE, your 79th favorite podcast host, and as always, your Sherpa, down the road of spooky and scary. Okay, I'll get back to my normal voice. What's up everybody? Uh, Welcome to another episode of the podcast. We are still celebrating Halloween Pool. That's right, the entire month is going on, and today is one of the biggest episodes um, of the year for me. It's things that people seem to enjoy. I get a lot of feedback from it, and it is the B-Horror Movie Review. Now, again, if you don't know what a B-Horror Movie is, go back and listen to the past episodes. Basically, a B-Horror Movie is a film that was made with usually a low budget, sometimes a high budget, but it was not good. It's so bad that it's good and people enjoy it, and usually ends up with a cult-like following when it hits movie or, you know, DVD or streaming or whatever. Um, it's, It's movies that you either have seen or maybe you didn't even know existed yet somehow people tend to love and there are a lot of these out there there's numerous ones that I care about because I really love B-horror movies I love watching just a bad horror movie that is just great in my eyes because it makes you laugh or the story is so bad it's good or whatever um, today is the newest one I've probably ever done Yet, it is one of my favorite movies in this genre. Um, It is the second in the Northern Horror Trilogy by my favorite director, my my hero, my idol, uh, Kevin Smith. Do not boo. That's right. I heard some of you booing. If you're booing, I know you are. I find you. And I will make you watch his films. I love Kevin Smith, as anybody who watches this podcast knows, anybody who's seen me talk on this podcast knows. And this is his second film in his Northern Trilogy, the first being Tusk. Um, it's this one, the 2016 Yoga Hosers, and it will be closed out by Moose Jaws, which will be Jaws with a moose that will be released at a later date. But today we're going to be talking about Yoga Hosers. Yoga Hosers, quick story, when it came out, he said he wanted to do a film with his daughter. Uh, call it nepotism if you want, whatever. He made this film for his daughter, uh, Harley Quinn Smith, and one of her friends, um, Lily Depp. That's Johnny Depp's daughter. They play the Colleen's. Both of them are named Colleen in this film. They work at the uh, A to Z uh, convenience store in, in Canada. And basically, that's what it is. It's kind of like him giving it a nod to clerks with his daughter working at a as a clerk behind a counter. Uh, but quick story: when this film was released, this is this one went into the theaters. I went and saw this film three times. People laugh every time I tell them that. Like it's insane that people think that. Oh, why did you go see this movie? It's so bad. People think this is one of, if not his worst film he's ever done. And yes, I'm even counting this over Jersey Girl is what people think. But there's something about this film that I just I, I just really enjoy. It was so it was kitschy. It was it was niche. It was it was just something you haven't ever seen. And that tends to be what Kevin Smith does. While he does do stuff like Clerks that we've loved and he's done things like that. He also tends to do stuff that he you know, he'd like to do. So as I go, the first time I saw this in theaters um, I was by myself in the theater completely, and I watched the film, and I laughed at the film, I loved the film, went back the second time, 
and again there was nobody in the theater it was me alone and at this point I'm watching the film and I'm just still laughing and still loving the third time is what makes me laugh I go in I'm expecting again it's going to be me by myself in the theater I get there there's another guy in the theater I'm like oh my god there are two people in this theater to watch yoga hosers yes another Kevin Smith fan so we're getting there we get about 30 to 45 minutes into the film um again i'm enjoying the film i just i just i just enjoy the film and all of a sudden he gets up the other guy gets up and he just hollers he says what the fuck did i pay to watch this for what is going on and he walked out and i look at him as he's walking out and when he turns the corner to leave i say you're not a kevin smith fan i yelled that at him he stops, and he goes, not if he's going to make crap like this, and he walks out. I was offended. I almost went out there and was going to give him a knuckle sandwich with extra mayo, hold the pickle. You know what I'm saying? You don't diss Kevin Smith like that. You don't say things like that about Kevin Smith, especially to me, okay? Because if you do, you're going to get the three-piece and a soda, all right? Now, let's just jump into the film since it got there. This film, again... Um, it's about the, it's a story of two teenage girls, the Colleen's best friends who work at the A to Z convenience store. They're in a band. They don't really want to be, you know, convenience store clerks who does. Um, they really want to be rock stars. This, the Colleen's again are played by Lily Rose Depp and Harley Quinn Smith. This is Johnny Depp's daughter and Kevin Smith's daughter. This, there's actually a pretty good cast in this. Uh, Kevin Smith plays characters in it. We have Justin Long playing Yogi Berra, which are called the Colleen's Yogi, or their yoga instructor, their yoga master, who's using the name Yogi Berra. The entire part, part of him in the film is he's getting sued by Hanna-Barbera and Warner Brothers for using Yogi Berra as his name, and he keeps saying, you know, you can't do a name. He's never heard of this cartoon. It's just hysterical. You have Haley Joe Osmond in this, who's playing a, he, he has a small little role playing a, a Canadian Nazi in during World War II um, when he's trying to recruit for the Nazi party. You have uh, Natasha Lyon or Leon or Lyon or however you pronounce her name from the American Pie series playing a small role in it. Uh, you have Jason Mewes, of course. Adam Brody plays Ichabod, which is the drummer for the Colleen's. I mean, and you have probably the biggest get in Kevin Smith's career in a long time is he's got Johnny Depp playing the, the returning in his role from Tusk, playing the master detective um, that is trying to basically find out what is going on with the Colleen's as he returns in his role as Guy Lapointe as he calls Guy Lapointe, or he says again, Guy Lapointe. The film is based around the fact that the A to Z was built over a plot of ground that was ran by um, a character Ralph Garman plays, who was the Canadian Hitler, as they go. Guys, again, every guys and gals out there, um, <laughs> when it comes to it, yes, this involves Nazi-type propaganda, but it's just funny the way it plays out. Um... As he's trying to, he's going to win the war by cultivating a a entire army of super soldiers made out of bratwurst, filled with sauerkraut. Yes, that is his entire thing. He puts them into an oven. They will bake 
for 30 years and when they are finally done he will he will he who is cryogenically frozen himself will come to life and they will take over in the name of of hitler and the nazi party so you have the bratsies <laughs> that are um, going to eventually help him to take over well during this at one point the a to z loses power and when it loses power it knocks out the you know cryogenic freezing for him it knocks out the power to the oven that's baking the bratsies and they come to life and they start terrorizing the A to Z and the people around it. Um, how Gila Point gets involved in this is uh, Harley Morrison, who you might know from the Epic Mealtime series on YouTube. And he's done multiple movie cameos and TV show cameos. You know, he, he, he's fairly well known. Um, goes into the store to buy toilet paper. And when he leaves, he is the first one that is attacked and killed by a Bratsy as a... Um, Bratsy works its way through his backside up through his body, killing him. Gila Point was looking for this guy. He was a, a you know a very bad man. A very, very bad man. We find out Gila Point was actually an author of the um, of the book, The Curious Case of the Manitoba Manatee. And the Colleen's actually end up saying it's the Winnipeg Walrus. And we hear him say, God damn. That's a better title. Funny scene as he's trying to understand how the Colleen's connect to the entire, to the the toilet paper man as they call him, which was Harley Morrison. This movie is, it's kind of two different films in one. It's a horror, dark horror comedy but it's also based around two girls that are trying to have a coming of age, trying to figure out who they are, living, going, you know, in high school, being teenagers, uh, being freshmen in high school, crushing over seniors who invite them to a party. And when they get invited to the party, the party isn't actually a thing. We find out the seniors are going to sacrifice the Colleen's by killing them to Satan to basically, you know, ensure their souls to the devil. That's right. It took, takes a very dark turn at this section. Uh, we find out that Colleen, who's in love with Hunter Morrison, the hunkiest senior in school, as he tells her his entire plan about trying to kill her, she uh, pulls out a knife that her mom gave her, as which she calls her moil knife, sticks it to his genitals, basically saying, you know, I'll stab you. And then Hunter Morrison gets killed by the uh, Bratsies. We see his cohort, his friend, get killed by the Bratsies. And then we see the Colleen's go all kill Bill on the Bratsies as the store, you know, is going on. They've called 911. We have a good cameo from uh, Stan Lee as the um, operator who picks up for the police station. And he says the line that, you know, ties into the film, uh, goddamn yoga hosers. Uh, uh, he said it, he said it. Basically saying the name of the film. You know, that's the joke that runs around. Um, as they take out all the Bratsies, we see that they're surrounded by police. The police then take them in because they find two murdered teens. Of course, they're going to take them in. Um, and they get in. If you're wondering... One of the Colleen's whose dad owns the A to Z is at Niagara Falls with his girlfriend. The mom, 
we just don't really know at this point. Um, we see the cameo of Jason Mewes as he lets in Gila Point, who comes in and tells Gila Point, you know, that he's a he's his hero and he followed him forever. And then we see this is where Gila Point's, you know, wanting to know what's going on, wanting to see what's going on, and we get them taking him back to the A to Z because he said there's a secret passage in the bathroom. We get there, Colleen, um, Kevin Smith's daughter, Colleen, is mad at her cohort Colleen for not telling her about the secret passage. She said there is no secret passage. She says that, uh-huh, you said there is a secret passage, basically saying that she is not the smart one in the group, but it is still funny in this whole aspect. Um, we do find out there is actually a secret passage. We go down to the lair of Adronidas Arcane, which is Ralph Garman's character, again, the, you know, the Canadian uh, Nazi at this point who's went there, and we find out that he actually came to life during this. Um, he's speaking like Ralph Garman does. He's speaking in different um, accents of celebrities. We hear him do Adam West. We hear him do Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he says he learned to speak English and learned to talk this way by watching everything on Netflix um, as he's stuck down there. We find that he has actually created a giant, ghoulish, freakish monster with a hockey mask and a hockey stick that he is going to use to take over uh, Canada and the world because the Bratsies weren't ready yet. He gives the whole story of what happened with the Bratsies. But the way he powers this suit is all the Bratsies uh, that are left go into the suit and basically power it, you know, making, they're controlling everything. It's a goofy little thing. The Bratsies, of course, are Kevin Smith, done up in makeup, shrunken uh, with CG. And when they're all going into the suit, we hear Ralph Garvin doing the uh, classic um, movie trope of when they're, you know, before the previews, when they're doing the popcorn and everything. You know, let's all go to the movies. Let's all go to the movies. Let's all go to the movies. He's, he's doing that as they're walking into the Bratzy. Um We see that Johnny Depp is tied up. You know, Gila Point's tied up with the Colleen's. Uh, they get free. They must battle the giant monster. And they actually trick him into kill the monster into killing him. And um, as the monster kills him, they go forward. They stop the monster, and basically everything goes back to normal. Now, this movie, I just gave you a brief synopsis of the film. The makeup or the um, the movie monsters and everything were done by um, Greg Nicotero who did The Walking Dead, and he's done multiple horror movies. You know, he's a legend in this. So this, it looks good. Uh, Johnny Depp, if I didn't tell you it was Johnny Depp, you would be hard-pressed to see just by looking at him. He's hidden very well. The Colleen's do a good job. Lily Rose uh, Depp is is great. Harley Quinn Smith is a, is a great actress in this. She, what she does, the way it's written. Again, it's a dark comedy, a dark horror comedy. It wasn't meant to be taken too seriously. Uh, commercially, this film did flop. It had a $5 million budget. It didn't make nowhere near that. But it's gained kind of a cult following among his fans and among, you know, B-horror movies. I know a lot of people didn't like it. They think it's a low point in his career uh, of Kevin Smith. I don't understand the, the all the hate for it. I get that it is, this isn't his best film, but this film was basically for his daughter. It was something trying to work on with his daughter and something that he wanted to do that was different. He would he didn't want to do the same stuff, and it's something different. I'm not making excuses for it. If you hate it, you hate it. I don't understand all the hate for it because it's really funny. It's got great moments. Um, Kevin Smith grown has grown as a director, and you can tell in this as it's better shot than it was a lot of his earlier work. You can tell his writing is in it. You can tell the script was written by him, 
with a lot of the way things are done. Again, we got big um, cameos from a pretty big star. Justin Long as Yogi Bear is hilarious in this. Again, the entire film of him basically arguing and threaten, being threatened to be sued about this while still giving them the, uh, while teaching them yoga and teaching them things that are going to allow them to take over or eventually fight the Bratsis and a fight uh, Arcane in the future. Uh, it's a good setup for it. Uh, so this film, it, it's one again, it's one of my favorite B films. I, I love this film from Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith, you know, to me, Kevin Smith really doesn't do any wrong. I know, again, a lot of people don't like his style. Um, this isn't about, you know, people's hate of him. I can defend him all day. I really enjoy what he does. I will tell you everything he does isn't perfect. I'm never going to say that everything he does is perfect. He'll tell you what he does isn't perfect. But as far as this being part of a horror trilogy, um, if you if go along the lines of Tusk, Tusk was a dark comedy, and Tusk went to a dark place. This is taking that with the same level of makeup effects, basically kind of making it funnier, making it more palatable for, um, I guess you can say, a mass audience. It isn't as insanely done as a guy getting sold into a walrus costume and having to fight his way out by someone who kidnaps and was in love with a walrus that he had or he was with when he was stuck on an island. This is basically a film where he said, hey, I wanted to work with my daughter. Um, I had this idea for Yoga Hosers where the name came from a podcast, just like Tusk came from a podcast. He took it and he made it. So this is the second in that uh, True North trilogy, his Northern trilogy. And for what it is, it's it's a funny film. Like, there's a lot of funny moments in it. Um, you'll laugh at it. The makeup design, like I said, is done really well. And the music in it is good. The, the scores in it, the uh, the Colleen's playing their music gets you into it. Um, you know, you see their progression of being just bratty teenagers who are stuck at work to being thrown into this war crazy world of, you know, fighting a miniature Nazi bratwurst filled with sauerkraut to fighting this giant monster filled with Nazi bratwurst filled with sauerkraut, um, all the while trying to clear their names of killing classmates and being tailed by Gila Point. I just love saying Gila Point's name, everybody. Okay, I'm just going to straight up say that. I love saying Gila Point's name. It's just fun uh, watching Johnny Depp. If Again, if you haven't seen this film, watch it. If you're a fan of uh, dark comedies, I think you'll enjoy it. If you're a fan of B-Horror, I think you'll enjoy it. If you're a fan of Kevin Smith, you'll probably enjoy it. I mean, maybe not. That guy at the theater I told you about earlier obviously didn't. I mean, you know, I don't know if he's a Kevin Smith fan anymore. But this is one of my top favorite B-films. I love this film. I watch it, I've watched it multiple times. Um, I bought it as soon as it came out on DVD. I have it on streaming, you know, any way I can. I'm, I, can I, I can watch it. And... I usually watch it at Halloween, especially now. It's gotten into my Halloween rotation of B-horror films. And I can pick it up and enjoy it. Again, this is this is the Colleen's. This is Harley Quinn Smith's first film role. I mean, she was in Tusk for a brief second. This is her first starring role. And it's led her down a path of acting. And, you know, she's been in Quentin movies and so on. And, you know, this was her first four-way. This was her, I guess, her scissor reel of being able to cast herself into it. Lily Rose Depp. She does great in this. She's a, she's a beautiful girl, and her dad's Johnny Depp. She's going to be, if she wants to continue to acting, acting, she's easily going to be able to fall into it simply because of who her father is. Um, so, again, I highly suggest you watch this. I think you'll enjoy it, especially as a dark comedy. Don't take it too seriously. Don't go into this expecting anything ghoulishly frightening. Go into this expecting 
Nazi bratwurst. Just that's that's the best way to put it. Just go into it expecting Nazis filled with bratwurst and sauerkraut, and you'll get it from there. Ralph Garman is hilarious in it, and that's all I can say about it. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for sharing. Clicking the like button. Thank you for everything you guys do. Um, we're continuing Halloween pool again. This is one of the bigger episodes that people seem to like. Uh, it's my review. I hope you enjoy the film that I've recommended, and the, I hope you can go out and enjoy it. And I hope to keep doing this later on, more and more. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at NerdPoolPod. I'm on Instagram at NerdPoolPodcast. I am on Twitch at NerdPoolGaming. Um, so for NerdPool, until next time, see ya.